Ah, yes, hydration is key. All right. I got to here we go with another episode. I didn't say we were going to start there, but hi, Dave. How's it going? Good. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard. <laughs> <laughs> when I literally said it was starting breath. five seconds, you just jump in and be like, mm, hydration. <laughs> hydration, man, is important. It I is got a sippy key. cup lid on my hydro flask, and it is, it's it's like revolutionary. Well. There's your, there, there's your intro to uh to dave guys he is back at the show <laughs> welcome back by the way and uh welcome back to another episode of panthers off holding table talk this is episode 42 um we're not going to dive into a regular format here we're just going to dive straight into the topic and this one coming from none other than our favorite mr mac our fitness well, i don't know you just keep enthusiast. telling everybody yeah enthusiast you just keep telling us to work on our fitness. <laughs> I just all right. want everyone to be happy and healthy. That is Take all it away, good I sir. Need. Take it away. <laughs> That's all I'm encouraging everyone to do. But uh, yeah, basically, guys, uh, today we want to talk about basically how fitness and everything works in relation to airsoft and everything. Obviously, airsoft being an outdoor uh, active sport, um, you know, your overall fitness level, because everyone's level is different and varies and everyone's body types vary and everyone's background varies uh there's lots of variables in that so basically you know there's a lot of things that can kind of go into it so we're just going to kind of have a nice brief overview and discussion and we brought uh our good friend dave here thank you dave for coming and uh yeah, yeah. and poi's got a really good history as well as dave's got a great history and just uh physical fitness and sports and everything like that and that's where my background comes from uh just for people who don't know i played a lot of sports growing up and then I was, you know, really big into high school football and everything. It was a big part of my life. And it really helped uh, build a really strong foundation that I can always fall back on with just my knowledge base and then just my workout routines and stuff. At the moment, I'm just kind of being a nut job and uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But uh, yeah, so basically, guys, like what is fitness and what is working out, right? It's like physical fitness is obviously a state of, uh, you know, mental health and well-being. And more specifically, it's the ability to push it's the ability to perform aspects of sports occupations and daily activities right and physical fitness is obviously and generally achieved through proper nutrition moderate and vigorous physical exercise and sufficient rest that is one thing that i will emphasize on people you need your rest mm -hmm. uh so a lot of times i get asked a lot actually this one is probably one of the biggest questions that i get asked is how much do i work out or how often do i need to work out so obviously, uh, how often do you need to work out really depends on you and your lifestyle and what you're trying to achieve, what your goals are. So those are things that we'll go into later as well. But um, basically from those questions right there, that's going to determine on what you are trying to achieve with your workout regimen. So if you're trying to for go for weight loss, if you're trying to go for increased strength or endurance, um, if you're trying to look good and become, you know, aesthetically pleasing or something like that, these are all things that you're going to gear your workouts around and everything like that. But most of the time, guys, it's generally looking at, you're looking at about four to five days uh, you need to be working out to, you know, kind of keep that, or, you know, I would say four to five days to kind of build and then if you really wanted to cut it back, you could go to about three to four days to kind of keep and maintain. But honestly, people's lifestyles are different. People's um, 
body types are different and yeah it's going to determine a lot of those kinds of things right um but basically moving on from there guys um we have obviously different types of exercises and those are going to affect you and impact your performance and or life a lot better and different in different ways so obviously you've got your four types you've got aerobic or cardio or endurance exercises You've got strength exercises, which is like obviously lifting weights, flexibility, which is for the yoga people, and balance. Um, I don't know um, why it got its own category, guys, but Tai Chi is a real thing. So people love stability. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, stability called. and yeah. balance. Exactly. Um, so obviously, uh, aerobic exercises or endurance exercises are increasing your breathing, your heart rate, and the main component of your over, of most overall fitness program. Uh, they keep your circulatory and your lungs healthy. Uh, you know, they help stave off diabetes and heart disease, which is a really big mm -hmm. thing because that's really common nowadays. Um, you know, and some of the most common um, activities that people are doing already that don't realize that they're doing um, is an aerobic exercise, obviously, is like hiking, jogging, climbing upstairs. I know sometimes that's not fun, guys. Playing airsoft, I had to put that already. Uh, you know, playing tennis, badminton, volleyball, just running around, dancing, biking, doing yard work and raking somehow got in there, but apparently it's okay. Oh, that and sucks. obviously swimming. I know, right? So I was like, oh, God. Man. Chores? Like, what? Like, yeah, what? It's like, it's probably because of the stress. But moving on to a different type, obviously, you have your strength exercises. So, you know, these are really important for keeping your bones and your muscles strong, especially if you're trying to grow your muscles and size or anything like that. Strength, um, strength training is beneficial in reducing falls and helping you do everyday activities that like a lot of people don't realize, like lifting right um you know kevin, <laughs> and this was funny because obviously you know like i always compete with my brother and my family and stuff like that is how many bags of groceries you can take at once right so oh that's always God. something that i always joke that's, that's about. called goals <laughs> oh, exactly guys it's like i am taking this in one trip i'm not coming back who wants um, to but obviously <laughs> you guys is like resistance machines at the gym obviously um lifting free weights that's something that i love to do personally mm -hmm. uh resistance bands and then even just using your own body weight so you know simple classic push-ups and doing sit-ups and stuff like that it's never a bad thing i actually wake up every morning and do 10 of those right away that's the first thing i do in the morning um so obviously moving on from like the basic stuff that everyone knows which is basically cardio or doing runs or something like that and then lifting weights everyone knows that stuff is the flexibility so that one even though it's not a really popular way of exercising right now or at least it's kind of changed around because flexibility will get overlooked and people will just think automatically it's yoga but when we're talking about flexibility, um, stretching after working out is a really important mm -hmm. thing. And I know it gets overlooked a lot. People are like, oh, I don't, I don't need it. Or, oh, I feel fine. Like I always make sure to take about 10 to, or yeah, about 10 to 15 minutes, just kind of like cooling down, stretching, especially after like an intense workout and everything. Cause the last thing you want to do is be super sore. Cause it's not something that's going to ever yeah. like, you know, if you had a proper workout, you're going to be sore. And that's a good thing. Fun fact. Um, soreness is, is usually from your muscle tissue actually retensing up. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and it will get into like some of those remedies too, right? Cause some of the best things that you can do is just jumping yeah. into a nice cold bath. Like that is one of the best things that you can do, especially at like Poyle know this, like after like a super long run and your legs are dead and you just like hit that ice cold water. It's like one of the most refreshing feelings ever. <laughs> but um, obviously, right. 
We've got flexibility exercises in there. I'm not a big yoga guy, so I'm not, not even going to touch that. But guys, stretching after lifting weights, mm-hmm. running, anything like that, especially you, even airsoft. I know it sounds dumb, guys, but you're running around. You're getting your body into awkward positions. And this is really where we're going to go into how fitness can kind of correlate with airsoft and everything like that. So uh, the last thing I just wanted to cover too, sorry, is because they have four types, right? Is balance exercises, obviously. So it's practicing, balancing, uh, you know, making sure you have your motor skills and, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're able to kind of like control your center of gravity. It's That comes with a lot of core strength as well. So, you know, that um, being like one of the most strong bases of your body in everyday life, your core. Um, so obviously guys, moving on is how to exercise for airsoft or how can airsoft be exercise for you? So obviously airsoft is an endurance based game, being outside, running around and shooting people. And you have a lot of gear on most of you. Um, if, if you're new, you're probably going to get something in the next couple of weeks or something like that. Right. It always adds up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The weight gradually gets there and I hope your fitness keeps up with it. This is the whole point of this discussion guys. So obviously, if you're, uh, you know, jogging at the field or anything like that while carrying weight and everything, these are all super beneficial things and this definitely counts as exercise. So I'm never going to knock anyone for not being able to run or not doing any of those things, but I really do love seeing effort out there and I see some people go really really hard and honestly it it gets me going like when i see somebody with like a full milsom kit and i know that they've got some weight on there and they're full-on sprinting i'm like yeah but obviously guys so anything cardio is really going to help you when it comes to airsoft and everything like that and then you can obviously move into more specific um exercises and such to move into that so that's where i wanted to incorporate just kind of gun drills so now these can kind of get a little iffy because I don't want people running around their parks, especially with Bill Four Pass. Thank you. Okay. Um, you guys should not be doing these kinds of exercises out in the public eye or anything like that because people can kind of get weirdy, right? Yeah, but if you're thing, at the field, yeah. You can yeah, also but do if it you're at, at home the field, in your garage. No, 100%. And this is something that I do in my room and everything like that. So obviously, gun drills are definitely a great way of working the basic gun mechanics and working Mm -hmm. to build the muscle memory for the actual activities that you're going to perform under stress in the game. So whether it be uh, regular up drills, right, just going from a low ready or a high ready stance, um, being able to kind of like acquire that sight picture and everything like that, like these sorts of things and exercises, though it might not seem much, though it might seem repetitive, are a really great way to kind of like build that like kind of effectiveness in every in, in, in such right so obviously you have those gun drills and then you have the cardio aspect moving into that so then that's obviously how you move into more dynamic kind of things so you have dry firing where you can either be static target shooting or uh so you have you know dry fire training and then when you're actually training and then uh you can be shooting at uh, static targets or you can set up moving targets or you yourself can move from target to target there's lots of things that you can kind of incorporate around when it comes to airsoft and how you can use it for a training aspect um so that's you know kind of just like the broad brush that i'd like to paint with that and then from there basically is i want to specify is the weight in airsoft so with all the equipment and the gear that people uh kind of acquire throughout airsoft the weight can really really add up quickly and sometimes people get bogged down to the point where they're not able to move as effectively anymore so these are things that you kind of need to think about (laughs) mitigate kind of work around and stuff because i've definitely seen my 
fair share of guys that have way too much kit on and they can't even manage to sprint from the spawn anymore so it kind of gets questionable at that point but yeah so you know it's um a really good way obviously to work out because you know you've added more weight than your body is used to handling so it is definitely a workout so that you know i'm not knocking you for trying it but it's definitely something that should be thought about um, so obviously a way to kind of like increase your effectiveness either at airsoft or outside of airsoft is a really good thing. And I like doing, and w the three of us have all gone and done together and we are doing again, um, is obviously hiking with weight. Um, you know, when you add, um, weight to yourself and everything like that, and you try and push your body again, you're just pushing that level of endurance to try and kind of go past or go further than when you can, and especially when mm -hmm. you drop that weight, it feels so revealing or relieving. Sorry, that was um but running with weights obviously uh you know not as much as when you're hiking but uh you know having even just a little bit of weight while you're either sprinting or when you're jogging and stuff like that because a long duration jog is definitely going to help build up your stamina and stuff like that but high intensity stuff is really good for uh increase increasing that like kind of like like powerful kind of like snap responses especially for people that are looking to lose weight so i know a lot of people uh, get that kind of like intertwined thinking that, um, oh, if I run a lot, I'm going to lose a lot of weight and stuff like that. And it's like, yes, you will and stuff like that. But it's a double edged sword because it's like it's it's something that you want to lose super fast. you got to do the work and mm -hmm. high intensity is the way to go for that. Um, so obviously, guys, that kind of I'm, I'm just painting a super broad brush so we can all just dive into the discussion. And then my biggest thing that I want people to understand, too, is that obviously fitness is just the one part of it. Uh, it comes into rest and nutrition as well. So obviously you need to be trying to get as much rest as possible, but you know, what is that to some people so that might require, you know, four hours of sleep that might require 10 hours of sleep. I'm optimal. And I kind of sit in between about like six and a half, seven, um, eight hours always just kind of feels too long for me. And then if I get anything less than like five hours, I'm like the worst cranky person ever. Right. So, um, <laughs> Sleep is important to me. I love my bed. My bed is like one of the most important things to me. Uh, nutrition, uh, that is a big thing too. So it sucks because I'm not a huge advocate for it as in myself practicing it. I eat like crap. I am sorry. Um, I, there are times where I'm like super good on it and I'll be like, you know, like, oh, I had the whole week where I like made my food and I ate proper like meals and everything like that. And then there's other times where I'm just like way too busy with work or, or life's just getting bogged down. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know what? McDonald's is right there and I need to grab like five junior chickens and just stuff my face right now. Um, <laughs> you know, and can't forget the chicken nuggets. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, so obviously guys, it's really important, um, to try and maintain a good, uh, eating habits and everything like that so you know i'm not one to say that you're not allowed to eat out but you know eating out is definitely not the best for you um you know and when it comes to like working out and if you're like because there's different ways to attack it right if you're just trying to do it for maintenance and eat a healthy lifestyle or if you're just actually trying to lose weight and those sorts of things like those are pretty specific and those can get attacked in a specific way um you know, if you need advice for that, you know, obviously you can inquire further and stuff like that. Like we stated this in the very beginning, I'm pretty sure. Thank you, Poi, is that guys, we're not, um, you know, personal trainers or anything like that here. We're just three guys that have a pretty, you know, pretty in-depth history when it comes to like fitness and then, um, you know, our lifestyles. And when it comes to airsoft, which is again, a run and gun sport, uh, the three of us play, uh, it's, you know, it, we thought it'd be a really good place to kind of like talk about it. Mm -hmm. mm. 
Um, <clears throat> actually, disclaimer, I am not a personal <laughs> trainer as well. Actually, yeah, right, David right. is a personal trainer um, licensed and as well as a CrossFit trainer yeah. as well. I have my CrossFit certification and my personal trainer certification from NASM. So two well-known organizations. I went through their school regime, essentially studied their materials and uh, became certified. So I used to teach uh, CrossFit gyms from time to time. I used to coach. I did one-on-ones with people as well, or what you would call like general personal training and things of that nature, but I haven't practiced it in about three years now. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've actually done that. And, uh, but you don't you it don't was, lose the skill though. Yeah, yeah, you don't lose the skills. No, you don't lose the skills. I did it more for the knowledge for myself, because uh, my background, at least with uh, fitness and exercise, is quite extensive. So similar to Mac, I started out in my teen years in sports. Oddly enough, a lot of people are surprised by this, but I did gymnastics and short track speed skating, and I used to do that competitively. And then in high school, I started taking uh, what they called fitness class which is like weight training and things of that nature. And then my interest kind of devolved from there into, um, I guess, like CrossFit and other areas, which caught my interest too. And then some of the focus too was fitness uh, preparation for military life. So that's kind of what introduced me into CrossFit. And uh, a coworker of mine actually got me into it. And I've been doing that for, uh, let me think, I started at 17 and what, I'm 29, so 12 years now. So it's, it's been a long time been a really long time since I've done that yeah and I, I compete too so that was the other one that I, I did for quite a few years I missed some airsoft games and some milsoms because of it because I went to CrossFit competitions instead you know you don't really win anything crazy but it's still a lot of fun just doing fitness style workouts I guess but that's my that's kind of my background at least and then uh, I guess on a personal level I do take interest in fitness but it always has to have like a, a goal or an aim in mind and uh i guess the application in airsoft is very applicable for sure that's one thing that i i can definitely see there's cross modal planes all the time because airsoft is it's your physical representation of what everybody does in video games the only part that's usually left off or is a little nuanced is the fitness component which most people don't think about and that's a big portion that you know i think is important and should be touched on a little bit more especially when we're we're talking about either going to Milsom's or essentially doing longer scenario games or even just being able to maintain throughout a day and not come home with another injury, so to speak. Mm. Boy, has some pretty good experience with that one yep. right there. Yep. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? And I mean, and especially touching on that last point and the, the one before that, right, is just like seriously focusing on injuries mm-hmm. because a lot of people kind of go into situations where they're just not expecting those, you know, those sorts of movements or um, – kind of like that exposure to kind of like that level of physicality like you know like i've definitely talked to many a dad that is running around with their child (laughs) that weekend and they're just huffing and puffing and they're like i did not expect to be like dripping with (laughs) and they get gas too yeah Yeah, exactly you know and yeah yeah. and then and then that can also see so this is why i really like getting into this with you guys because again so when it comes down to like the gameplay of the of the game of being able to run and gun mm-hmm. and play the, the game effectively, like this can really have a dramatic like effect on people's like, you know, happiness or and, and overall enjoyment of, of, the, of their time. Right. Because nobody wants to just be able to like walk and get shot and mm-hmm. then have to walk again. You know, yeah, it's, like, a nice, yeah, there's... it's a nice feeling being able to get on top of a position, so to speak, faster than other people. 
or being able to, uh, pardon my language, but haul ass and carry a lot of load with you. And a lot of people will will always go, oh my God, like, why are you, you know, how can you carry that? It's like, well, you can work up to that. And exercise is a huge component to that kind of thing. I mean, I'm one of those players that's no privy to it. I put on a lot of weight every time I play airsoft and maybe a little bit more than I should at times for just a regular game day, but it's fun. I mean, I find that aspect kind of enjoyable and I like getting something out of it if I'm doing the physical component, you know. Yeah, same thing for me too when it comes to milsim. Yeah, you're hauling mm -hmm. all that stuff. So even before I start the milsim, you know, weeks before I'd be training for it already and, you know, yeah. adding weights and progressively <clears throat> getting heavier and heavier, right? And that's part of my workout regime as well is basically like I, I need to know <clears throat> what my end goal is. Right? I need to know where the yeah. goal post is. I, unfortunately, um, my background is I I don't like to work out, honestly. And if I don't have it an end goal, your background, boy. Okay, you're not allowed to have that. That's like oh, I don't like. Do you think I like running? Well, neither do I. I who, hate who, working who, who out. Who likes working out? I, I, I don't. Yeah. There's, there's it sounds like a why. pyramid scheme to me. Okay, <laughs> you're telling me I have to keep coming back here and I have to keep working out. There's, it's called maintenance, buddy. It's called maintenance. Yeah, it's called, <laughs> that's that's why it sounds sus. Yeah. Man. That's why I hated it. Like, I hate working out. I didn't like running, but yeah. somehow I got into it, right? And, yeah, my like, I guess I'll, I'll go through my history. Um, I didn't really start running until I was in my early 20s. Like, I didn't have any other workout regimen or anything like that other than an injury I received when I was playing soccer. So I didn't really like PE as much. I mean, I was okay with it. <clears throat> Um, when I was at grade 12 and stuff, I didn't really take any physical, um, like, like education at that point when, when I was in high school. And I, like, I avoided it as much as I can. I was more into the computers right away and, and, and the arts right away. So I, was, I had no problems with that. And then my injuries from when I was in middle school really, like, caught um, up with you. Caught, not caught up, but sort of like uh, it just prevented me from going to any sports at that point. So yeah. uh, when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and then all the way up to my 20s, I did not do any sports at all. And, of course, I ballooned up and stuff because, you know, I wasn't really exerting myself any further. I was on the computer a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, you know, typical nerdy kid, right? Like, playing StarCraft, Diablo on the computer. You know, spend all night <laughs> playing it. <laughs> and, um, yeah. It's when I left... Um, and I worked at fast food at 18, 19. And that's, it's when I worked in there, I really just ballooned up even more. I was, I was pretty heavy set, too. And... Yeah. Uh, and then I went to India for two years. I went there as a uh, as a teacher or BCIT teaching digital arts, and then I got introduced to something called yoga back there, and it was awesome because I got to learn from an actual yoga guru, who was also my uh, my apartment manager, um, or flat manager, and uh, he basically like gave me personal training on how to like meditate properly how to do breathing controls properly, you know, how to clear your mind, how to levitate basically with your mind. <laughs> and yeah, it's crazy. No, I don't tell a lot of people about the story, but it basically got, Yo, dude, I didn't know you lived in India. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, no. We're talking more about this. Yeah. And yeah, my, after, after doing that, learned everything I needed to know and almost got like flesh eating bacteria disease. Well, actually I got it twice, but, Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> oh, my God. And two operations later. Fever? 
yeah and and also dengue fever as well um yeah i oh, left God. because i'm like yeah this is not healthy for me i left and then landed a job at my current job and it's awesome because nice. you know it's it's been since then so it's almost been like 12 years mm-hmm. now and that was my history right there is when i came back i was like super enlightened super like you know my mind my overall mind changed over fitness and stuff and i lost a lot of weight when i was there just mm-hmm. from the heat alone and i'm like okay i guess i should like now i have a regular job like a nine to five job and you know it's monday to friday i'm like i, I don't know what to do on the weekends now i need to do something i need to because what they trained me over there to, to you know to not focus on something just clear my mind and you know achieve something have a goal i i then like my my mind process start to change like i need to do something i need to mm-hmm. need to see something and then luckily enough i had a friend who was just finishing up her uh what is it uh what was i talking about the uh um kin- kinesiology she was doing her oh, kinesiology yeah she nice. was doing her kin degree and then she basically um like wrote up a nice little uh like well, well she read what I was going through, what my body type was, you know, it's different for everybody. And then she had to do this mm-hmm. sort of a, not experiment, but like part of her training was like <clears throat> doing personal training. And she basically went through and wrote up a little uh, guide for me on what to do and stuff, which is cool because it's, it's not, it's, it's sort of generic, but it's designed towards me. And I kind of updated it over the years. Yeah, It's tailored. It's, 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 it's tailored to me and what I know and what that's, yeah, um, that's good. That's, I, not to inter- sorry to interrupt, yeah. but that's actually like really good on um, anytime you have a personal trainer or somebody with a kinesiology degree or knows a thing or two and they build something that's tailored to you specifically because each person is unique, you get much better results yeah. with that than you would if you just buy like a generalized program, which kind of works for the masses because no one to person kind of interacts the same with fitness. It's a little easier for some people with higher metabolism to lose weight and for some people slower, you know, you need to kind of adjust things. So it's, I, I mean, that's a great thing. And yeah, honestly, your, your friend's pretty awesome to give that to you for free. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I was, I was lucky, I guess. And then, yeah, we both, and then after she was done with that, we both had the same sort of job Monday to Friday and 95. And we both decided, oh, why don't we just get into some sort of something cheap like running because that's that's a very cheap sport everything's outside you just have to buy shoes and we're like okay let's do it let's try it out and that started with our end goal being that we were gonna run what is it the fall classic half uh half marathon mm-hmm. uh up at a ubc i believe and that was awesome because like it it gave me uh, a goal post at the very end it gave me something to look up to. It gave me an increment of how much time training and, you know, um, everything else that like cross training that you need to go through it. Um, I'll, I'll show you my workout regimen in a bit here, but I'll just mm-hmm. finish off the history here. Basically, you know, five years of running later, um, just doing the same thing, putting an end goal somewhere. And then, you know, it, whether it be a race, a mud race, a, you know, sun run even, right? You know, you, you put something in there, you, you slowly start from the beginning and then, you know, level up to where you are now. So it's almost yeah. like a, what, what do you call it? Like an evolution sort of yep. deal. Yeah. So you, you put it in there, you write it down, you'd be like, this is the date we have. What is it like 15 weeks or something, mm-hmm. which is pretty much a good time. So you start off in the first week and then increment it the next two weeks and then two weeks after that, two weeks after that, two weeks after that. 
and then you taper off. You don't just go hard all the way to the end. You just go hard, taper off, make sure that you don't injure yourself, and then you go hard on that day. Yeah. So but those are training. Those are training regimes, yeah. and like having that is always is always good. So yeah. I mean, back when I was in my competition, my competition phase for CrossFit, I would have like a three or four month cycle, basically working working with weights up to specific aims, especially with like Olympic lifting, because we did we do a whole lot of that. So essentially, it was working up to a certain weight and being able to maintain like a heavy weight uh, for a certain period of time and high intensity. And mind you, it was very well regimented from my coaches. And then you would stop, you'd have a small rest interval, basically, where you do a maintenance period. And then we would go essentially into the cardiovascular aspect of it or the anaerobic part. Yeah. And then your competition phase would come. And then your competition phase was essentially um, pre-prep, which would be like two weeks, essentially, before the competition. One week was just like solid rest. I wouldn't do anything. And then the next week, essentially, was like uh, mobilization and then essentially just uh, rechecking things and rejigging if you needed to, and then going into the competition. And then right after that, you go into the recovery phase and recovery phase for me was about a month. So it was like a, a period where there would be um, focusing on specific areas. So if there was any injuries or like micro micro issues to kind of deal with, they would kind of focus more intently on that. And then it would start again to what the next goal was and start working up in the training regime. So it's always kind of going up and down. It's, it's funny because a lot of people always think that you just keep going, going and going and going, no. especially if you don't have experience with fitness, it doesn't work and your body diminishing gains will happen essentially if you yep. just keep pushing. And there's always, I always like to say you have a red line. Okay. The red line is your competition portion. That's when you push it, you push your limits. Okay. And that's when you go either into the black or you're able to maintain on that, on that red line for a short period of time. And then you come off of it. But if you're doing that on a constant, it just eats away at you. And eventually it leads into the progression where you end up being injured constantly or the chronic phase where, you know, nothing can be recovered. And it's, it sucks because I've seen people go down that, that modal plane and it's too easy to kind of do that. Yeah. And then for, for airsofters, it's, uh, I would, I kind of like, I don't want to sound like a bad guy, but I've seen it a lot. With a lot of people and it's funny because I'll, I'll talk to someone who'll be like hey how you doing they're like oh well i busted my ankle like last week here and now i'm out for four months but i'm still trying to come back to it and they just keep doing it over and over it's like okay do you do any re rehabilitation exercises do you restabilize do you refocus on strength and then power to get back to it you know do you even ice it no i just you know no. i just kept my kept my foot in my boot wait you didn't even ice it are you yeah. applying any heat to it what no why would i do that the only heat that's on there is when my <laughs> shoes get hot oh my God. yeah and um you know coming from someone who's received injuries before you know after i've been running for so long um mm -hmm. after all of this you know it's just I, I i get what you mean by you know it's not a constant what people think it's like going up like that yeah no for me from from the last five years of running and then the last couple of years of just working out, it's, it's been like this right mm -hmm. goal rest goal goal rest rest yep goal rest it's you know you're for me it was beating beating the previous times right <laughs> yeah okay. yeah you, you're like you have you have to set that goal be like oh yeah i could beat the half mm -hmm. marathon in two and a half hours you know be like oh two two fifteen you know two ten two eight you know, it was just it was just yeah. going down. You know, the numbers keep going down, right? 
but you know right away that you're not you're not constantly going. It looks like you're going no. constant, but it's it's always been like ups and downs and ups and downs. You know, sometimes it'll be up and then down and then static down because of the fact yeah. that I would have injuries or something like that that I have to rehab from. Right? You you have to, you're right. You have to mm-hmm. do stability. You have to do strength. You have to do all kinds of things to make sure that that doesn't happen because you don't want to off yeah. off balance yourself when it comes to it's, these it's, things. It's funny you mention that because when I took when I took my personal training course under NASM, there's essentially three planes to focus on, and the first plane is your stability. It's your ability. So the easiest way I can say it is, uh, if you go into a plank, high or low position right now, and you hold, if your body starts shaking violently, and you can't, you don't understand why because you're flexing. It's your stabilizers are trying to activate, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to stabilize. It sounds ridiculous, but the reality is, is that is a, like your first plane of motion that you need to kind of work on, especially for people who are new to fitness. Um, isometric holds with like planks and things of that nature is really good because it, it, they suck. I hate them too. But at the end of the day, it helps build that foundation in which you can build strength upon it. If you just jump to the next to the next block, which is strength, basically, and go into that with no st- stabilization, it's a recipe for disaster for injuries. And then your last phase, which is at the performance level, which is power, basically. That's your ability to use your fast twitch, slow twitch, explosive movements, things of that nature. And it's funny because in Airsoft, we do so, we do so much of that. But at the same time, a lot of people don't really think about it. So, Mac, you mentioned that earlier. Like, when people get up from the prone position very aggressively and then decide they're going to run, that is 100% power. And now there's either two ways that's going to go. It's either you're going to get up, it's going to hurt, and it's not going to feel right, and then you're going to run, and then right after that, you're going to go, oh, something's twinged. Like, something doesn't Your back move muscles, right. usually. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time I've seen it with a lot of people is that they don't have the upper body strength. And then, uh, so so yeah. this too, where it plays into it, and we're talking about stability, you guys, right? And then, oh God, because this gets even more, it's like proper footwear, right? If you are running mm-hmm. in a forest, you need to not be going 100% Usain Bolt sprint, okay? This is not a <laughs> racetrack. You need to be mindful of the trees, the roots, the sticks, the deadfall, whatever, right? Like you're obviously you're allowed to like physically exert yourself and, and go for a sprint, you know, like I do all mm-hmm. the time, but like, you know, like you need to be aware of where you're stepping and stuff like that. Cause yeah, like a rolled ankle and stuff like that, like it, it can happen. Right. But obviously you oh, yeah. do preventative measures to like, make sure you mitigate those chances. Like same thing with tripping and biffing it. That happens a lot too, and I did that last. I did that last weekend, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least you're not injured yeah. now, right? <laughs> Just mentioning that there, right there, is like one of the things that I understand people don't understand is like you're basically doing a burpee if you're getting down mm-hmm. and then getting back up and sprinting. I was like, that's like one of the most. That's the best exercise like in the world. Like, yeah, practice doing that really fast, and then just in your head say, "Up, he sees me down." And then do that over and over and over for long distances. It sucks. It sucks so much. But yeah, I mean, burpees, burpees, crappy movement. Great, though, when you want to talk about uh, like airsoft related stuff, because at the end of the day, you're going to do a lot of them inadvertently speaking. Yep. Yeah. Unless uh, you like standing, standing behind trees. And I mean, even that doesn't work too well if you're trying to get the best, the guest best type of gameplay out of your performance i mean it's it's funny because airsoft is all dynamic movements 
none of it is truly static in any way because you're using your your body to its physical capacity at the same time you're using multiple muscle groups or you're recruiting multiple muscle patterns basically in motion so i like i like this point of motion uh personally so for me uh for my like when i enjoy exercise and things of that nature i train in a dynamic met, um, what is it the dynamic modal plane I like some isometric stuff and isolated movements and things of that nature. Even the stuff like uh, we get from like Olympic lifting, which is where you're, you're basically it's up and down as simple as that. That's all it really is, but you're always facing one direction. I like moving where you're moving on angles and things like that. So kettlebells, I love those things. They suck, but they're great. You know, (laughs) it's, it's stuff, it's stuff like that that really applies to airsoft because airsoft is extremely dynamic and we're not going forward and back only we're also going side to side so the joking the joke i guess from like movies and things like that is running the serpentine when you're being shot at you know that kind of thing airsofters love doing that kind of stuff and it's hilarious to watch dudes like run circles around trees and instead of like running straight sometimes but that kind of stuff is really good for pivoting but understanding that you need to kind of work in those areas too is going to save you from blowing out your ankle or your knee or biffing it pretty hard and you throw something twisting your ankle yeah yeah um wait a minute we might as well jump into it so what is uh your Mm -hmm. guys's uh sort of workout regimen now or previously or like to cross train for airsoft um who wants to start first meeny miny mo uh, just tack go. You go tack. Uh, Sorry, Mac. Mac. Mac go. Oh. Okay. oh. <laughs> you, you've hurt me in more ways than one before. Um, you were you were no. in place holding of tack now. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Tack pull off my workout regimen. Uh, I'd like to see anyone else try. Uh, basically, um. Since so so Monday, do 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 like a split Monday to Friday. Um, you know what 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 your week looks like and then let's look at you know diet and then uh rest and then uh you know whatever else you know more okay. workouts you do on those days monday to friday uh i work a pretty demanding job uh i'm a commercial carpenter so i'm working as a formal carpenter so i wear a full body harness with my tools on uh for about eight hours nine hours sometimes ten you know it happens. So your job is a workout it is a physically demanding job. I am wearing a belt that weighs probably a good 30 pounds, maybe 40 if I like load it up 100% or whatever. But yeah, so I'm wearing that for long uh, throughout the day uh, with all my movements and everything like that. And so that's why it's definitely something that you need to be aware of about stretching and stuff like that, about getting yourself into those awkward positions and everything like that. Because again, you know, sometimes you're swinging a hammer and it's like, that's not the way it's supposed to swing. Um, <laughs> so th- that's me uh, for Monday to Friday from, you know, uh, when I, that's my day job. So seven till about four. And then uh, I go home and I get changed, cleaned up. And then I go run around my local park just because of basically ever since kind of COVID started and everything like that, I haven't gone to the gym just because I didn't want to put myself into kind of like that chance of, like, I know they opened for a little bit with the whole break, but now we're going back into, like, a third wave or whatever. So a lot of indoor places yeah. closed down. So I just avoided it the whole time. Uh, so throughout the whole winter and everything like that, I was just running outside. Uh, so I've done 10K every day uh, for 
208 days. That's impressive. That's impressive, actually. Yeah, and and thanks. Yeah, and so like, mind you guys, I'm not running 10k every day, right? So there are days where I swap the 10k out. Where so this is the way it'll go. So basically, I'll start off and I'll do like a a weighted 10k, and I've worked my way up now to where I have 30 pounds in my in my plate carrier that I run with. So, uh, and again, this is all I, st- I worked up from these 208 days. So, so um, when you first yeah. start, is it, did mm-hmm. you start at 10K or what your goal was to like run 1K or something or? Uh, what was I? I was like. 500 meters even. So what did I do? I think I like didn't count. The first day I actually ran, I didn't count. I just ran until I couldn't run anymore. And uh, like, mind you, that was pretty, pretty fast. Yeah. Right. I like ran down from my house, ran down to the local track around my school, like my old middle school that I used to go to. Yeah, I know street. where it is. Yeah. And yeah, right. Like I, I could barely get around the track without like stopping. And then, and then you go back like, home. Okay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, this is not okay. Like I need to change this. And now, like from now at this point, like today, like I went and did my fastest 10 K I've ever done like unweighted and everything like that so and it was the first time i ran in a t-shirt and shorts oh my god today was a thing. <laughs> um, i mean i'm just so used to wearing my like winter sweatsuit of like my arteryx jacket a pair of sweatpants and like you know a heavy toque and stuff because most it's of the time it's heavy yeah oh man because <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's basically all i'm doing is uh, i'm because I was okay, so basically, if anyone didn't know or anything like that, I was quite large. Uh, I was two hundred and sixty-five pounds. Um, yeah, so I was quite uh, quite depressed and uh, quite large uh, horizontally. And um, you know, so for, for myself and my history and stuff like that, if anyone's heard my like sports background or my life and everything like that, I've fluctuated on my body so many times. Uh, it's literally like that catalog where it's like summer, like uh, like summer, fall, spring, winter, right? Like it just goes back to like what I look like, and it's like you know. But the summer's coming, so we got to get ready. This is why we put the work in early, okay? Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I see shorts. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, okay? prepare for those Top Gun <laughs> volleyball scenes. Oh, um, buddy. Right? That's what I'm saying. Um, but so since I've started running and everything like that, I used the cardio um, as a really good means of like losing weight, obviously. And I've lost a very large amount. Like, you know, I'm, I think I'm a lot of weight myself. Like, I, so I was at 265 when I started my runs. And like, again, I was. Yeah, it was bad. And I am now, I think, 205 or something like that. Wow. So it's weird. Yeah. Like, I've had to buy completely new clothes. Like, if I, like, I can't wear the same pants anymore without, like, having to, like, wrench mm-hmm. on my belt to try and stay up and everything like that. Um, funny thing, I bought a new work harness at work, and it doesn't fit because I'm too small. So I have to, I, so I had to cut two new holes into the belt oh, so it, no. like, so it would stay <laughs> up, right? It was terrible. Everyone at work makes fun of me for it. Um, but yeah, so since I started the cardio, I obviously started adding in a lot of, um, kind of like calisthenic <laughs> workouts and everything like that. And different kind of like body weight exercises to kind of like maintain and grow some muscles because obviously cardio is a great way to like lose weight and everything like that, but it's also a terrible way to, uh, to, 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 to lose muscle. I was going to say, cause you're not losing mm-hmm. any, um, you're not gaining any, uh, like upper body strength and everything no. like that from just doing cardio all day. Yep. Right. So 
Um, that's definitely a factor. So obviously I've incorporated a lot of like push and pull stuff with uh, body weight and pull up bars and everything like that. And I'm doing this all in like a park. Um, I have like a little bottle of hand sanitizer with me and stuff. And then I'm, I'm safe because I'm by myself. Um, I run and I keep to myself and everything like that. So that's what has been my COVID routine. And it's proven really effective for me because the, the few times I have played airsoft, because again, everyone always asks me when I'm going to play, but I'm busy working and ensuring that you have a good time. Um, when I do play, it's pretty fun because uh, whether I play weighted or unweighted, and I really, I, I prefer playing weighted because I like the challenge more. Um, you know, like I really love the immersion of it where it's like you're sprinting super hard with all of your weight and then you're gassed out. And then basically from there, it's like, okay, this is where the fun starts. And like this is where uh, muscle memory kicks in and everything like that. Do, do, do. Okay. Um, so when you were playing Airsoft, it felt way better than it was before, right? You're... So I'm always taking taking that angle when it comes to airsoft too. I've never like taken it as like a leisurely kind of like walk to play thing. I've always been one of those people that like to go 100. Um, percent mm. So when it comes to like sprinting to objectives, sprinting, I'll sprint back to a respawn because I'd rather get in more playtime. Um, you know, and um, I like to get up close and personal and stuff like that. So I'm not the type to like. Uh, want to sit back and just like have people come to me it's like no no no. i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna go find you <laughs> like that's that's who i am <laughs> um so and and so that's basically how i attack uh fitness and how i use fitness and airsoft in relation to each other ah okay that's good um that's that's good like it's good to hear that it's worked out for you you started off with cardio running um didn't really have yeah, a so that was just goal. this year like so for me personally i love olympic lifting that yeah. is what i like doing that's where my base is oh and, yeah uh, when i played football uh, uh i was a really intense high school football player with college aspirations that didn't go through but um like uh, the things that i never left from that was obviously i took my strength and conditioning courses in high school and everything and that mm -hmm. made a solid base where i can always go back and then i know how i can work around it and then you know so i'm not as as trained as dave and stuff like that so thank god that we have you here dave because you can explain <laughs> and you're much better at going into this than i am but like so it's like i have the same knowledge as dave but i'm just not going to be able to articulate it the same way as him or anything <laughs> right like um but yeah so that's basically how i play around with it and uh, as far as like nutrition and recovery um uh, do you incorporate any of those terrible. no so i am a big advocate for rest Okay, I will not yeah. be opposed to a rest day or taking a little bit of extra sleep or, you know, like um, stretching, like I, I count that as a rest and everything, right? Just making sure yep. that your body is kind of like working as it should be. Uh, like if you're feeling Famous. sore, yep. you know, like there's a difference between sore and like, right? So this is what my football coach used to always tell me. There's a difference between pain and injury. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, right. Yeah, it's a big, you have pain it's a because thing. pain is momentary and it's going to let you know that you're alive. Where you have an injury, an injury is a prolonged pain that is going to keep reminding you that you are in pain and should not be doing something, right? So, like in those instances, if it's a little bit of pain, obviously you can push through it. But if you are injured, you need to take the time to rehab. Just like we've all just rehashed out, right? It's like take the time, rehab it, get yourself back to a workable position, and then from there you work up. Because mm. again, if you you know, if you hit the ground running and you barely survive 
and then you yeah, expect to do it again, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That, that's the word, the phrase that uh, Dave used there is just, if you're redlining the whole way through, it's like, how are you going to make it to the end? Right? Yep, so, that, that wall is going to be pretty hard when you hit it too. And it's going to be very fast. Like, oh, but God, it's yeah. also good to figure out where your wall is so that you could work on it. Yeah, you yeah. got to test it from time to time and kind of poke and prod at it, but it's not something you should be approaching on a constant. Yeah. That's for sure. So, like, yeah, I, I, I'll nerd out in a minute when I, when I get to my stuff. So I don't want to cut cut Mac off too much. Um, yeah, no, that's, oh, that's... pretty much good, man. Poi, if you want to take a stab at the next one. Um, yeah, sure. Um, I guess we'll let the uh, personal trainer and uh, CrossFit trainer go last. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Um, well, no problem. What they do, and here's what you should do. Like... <laughs> we'll take. All of your two advices, and we'll just throw it away. And here it is, the real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you see all, you see all this right here that you guys said. Yeah, that's a bunch of trash. So <laughs> it's anecdotal. That's all you have to say. There's no science. Again, again, um, you know, me and Mac are not like disclaimer. We're not personal trainers. We just this is what we do. This is what works for us, and this is what our schedule allows us to do, and what our body types allow us to do. Um. Everybody's going to be different, honestly. I'm going to be a little bit different as well. Um, for me, I'm really good at sticking to routines. Um, when I started working out, I, I like like I said, I started off with my friend. She was basically into kinesiology, and she gave me a nice routine that she read through, um, you know, with with me because by analyzing what, what my work schedule is and as well as my body type and as well as what, what my needs are and what I wanted, I really, I honestly had no idea what I wanted to do. I, I, I just pretty much said, no, what, like running would be cool because it's cheap, it's free. Um, you, the only thing you need to start with is a pair of shoes, and yeah, everyone, <laughs> anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Yep. Yeah, any body type, anyone can do it. It could be a jog, it could be a run, it could be a hike. It's all outdoors, right? The reason I started with that is because I was looking for the cheap angle, and as well as I already like to hike, so that that was a big plus for me. Um, so uh, you guys have my airsoft slash workout routine there i actually i downloaded it i'm gonna, I'm gonna try that out after i actually i, I saved it myself too because i'm gonna i'm gonna take a real stint at it later on and yeah yeah no i don't mind I can pick um, out of it. this is it's not bad it's actually pretty good yeah this is I, I i had to update it for this um for for this podcast because i, I yeah. wanted to put down a little bit more um into what 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 my method was but um uh, this photo right here is basically from my first uh, half marathon, which is the Fall Classic. Um, you can see that I've, I, I, I'm like, uh, what am I like a one eighty five here, pounds? And there's Annabelle as well in her prime in, in running. Or like right now? Huh? In the picture or like right now? The the picture right uh back then I was like one eighty five. Okay, yeah okay. so i i i was training for a good three months three three to four months well, you were a pretty for... good guy when you were all bulked up at your prime i've seen i've like i've seen you at like you're like <laughs> like where you were all like yeah this is like all i was doing and then now you've like divulged your life yeah in so many different honestly aspects. when uh when i when i started this marathon i wasn't even at airsoft yet mm. so i yeah no, that's what i mean like you weren't there yet like this is what i mean like yeah once you realize airsoft kind of needs upper body then you know you I, I basically what? I basically rewired my workout to have um, all of this. So let me just go through this here. So I'm not I'm I'm not the best at workouts, honestly. I tend to stick with standard routines. Once someone puts in front of me a schedule, 
I stick to it because I'm the type of guy that likes to sort of plan stuff. Um, point being is I, I, from, from, from what my friend told me is like, I, I just need to burn energy and cross training, um, for airsoft became, um, part of this workout afterwards. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm burning your energy, I'm, I'm more than okay because I like to eat a lot too. So <laughs> I'm big on food. So to eat, to eat good food, I have to burn energy. That was basically what she drilled into me is like input. Output. Output. Input. Mm-hmm. Output. And then when there is no output, you have input, then there's a bit too much. You know, that's. Then there's storage. There's storage afterwards. Yeah, there's... that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's. We're going to save this for later. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's how she drilled into me. So we started off with the 15 week program. Um, you can mm-hmm. change it. Um, this is my program here, basically. Um, I started off training half marathons, so there was a lot more running involved in this uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday schedule. Um, there mm-hmm. was a lot more running. Like I, I believe it was the other way around. It was Monday run, Wednesday run, Friday run, and then oh, Sunday. Sunday or Saturday was the the long runs, right? We we our long runs would be 10k, but when we started, we were like you know 1k, 2k, 1k, 2k, and then 4k at the mm-hmm. at at the end of the mm-hmm. week, right? Mm-hmm. But you could you could totally design this to what you want. When I started to get into the airsoft portion, then I started to add leg days, back days, arms and chest days. Now, you could take this sets to what you want. You could take the leg days and do whatever it is that you you want to focus on or or do. You could do your back days and you know you could pull up a bunch of back day workouts and there's a whole bunch of them online and then arm and chest days. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah, you could you could you could basically just like isolate a lot of these things and there's a lot of different workouts. Um doesn't matter as long as you're working on the lower body, your back, your arms and chest, right? You're you're basically good to go for airsoft because for, for leg days for me I needed I needed to carry more weight because you're carrying mm-hmm. not only, you know, your your combat load, but in Milsims you're mm-hmm. carrying your sustainment loads. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that includes leg and back, right? Arm and chest is basically me carrying um, either my, you know, the, the saw that I have or a rifle or whatever attachments I put in it. Like, it's going to get heavy throughout. Oh, yeah. And yeah. some, like, I 100%. needed to build strength. And, and I focused on that because I knew right away when I was carrying my rifle and I started adding more crap to it. Right, I, I started to how, I, how hard it is to yeah get it how up. hard it is to get it up and stuff oh and my god stay up and stay up that's the thing people don't understand too yeah so I started to work on that so this was this I would say this workout was last updated probably five years ago I haven't really updated it since now um, it's pretty good man I like it so, I'm gonna actually try this out after yeah I back in the days this, this is this is what I did for probably three years of my life after um, I was pretty much like running for a good three years before that and mm. it helped out a lot um it's not a bad program yeah you, you could change a lot of these things um in 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 the little disclaimer here i add uh, running days can be increased to add another 2k every two weeks so every three weeks you could add like 4k 4k and then another 6k long mm-hmm. run or 6k 6k and then 8k you know long runs it's really up to you. If you're finding that yeah. you are plateauing at certain areas, that means you got to increase it, right? If you're finding you that change. 
Yeah, if you're finding that your sets are getting boring because you're using the same weights, increase your weights. Or make super mm-hmm. sets. Make it so that it's four sets, but it's like super heavy weights. Or three sets and it's mm-hmm. super heavy weights. Or if you want to go for the for the endurance version, then go like ten sets and see what you could do without mm-hmm. any exactly. weights or anything, right? There's a lot of things to to change it up. Um, in running, we have something called uh, fall fartlek. Uh, that's a funny Swedish word. Oh, it's God, uh, it's, ba- it. it's basically a, it. a Swedish it. word for speed play. So what speed play is is basically it's 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 a variable um, amount of sprints in your regular runs without any mm-hmm. like breaks or rests in between. So let's say you're just running, 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 and then your partner goes, "All right, let's sprint," and then just, just sprint yep. as hard as you can, as fast as you can. It's and a great. Then, it's a great way to. It's a great way to find out how much you hate yourself too. Yeah, and then afterwards, <laughs> go back to a regular run, and you're like, "Oh my god, okay." Okay, let me catch a run. Fuck, Too come on, job. seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you do it on a, if you do it on a timer and a clock too. Yeah, it's, it's really so annoying. We had, we had, we had a timer that was random, and it was annoying. Yeah. Especially when you're going uphill. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. So variable oh, training. That's, yeah. That yeah. you should also yep. do the same thing for again your your regular gym day workouts too. Because of the fact that mm-hmm. it does change it up a bit, um, you know, interval training is 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 great. Um, you know, look it up um, when you're when you're going to the gym. Um, a lot of these uh, uh, gym workouts you could actually do at home, um, if unless you have a deadlift uh, like bar. But um, I do. You could still use like regular barbells and stuff. So I have like twenty fives and fifteens at homes that I use. And, oh, you have dumbbells and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, yeah. I, I have them at home, and I also have a uh, a kettlebell as well, which is awesome. I love using the kettlebells. Perfect. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's 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 my workout, and I I stick with that um for about fifteen weeks until I I start making changes to it, or I start to mm-hmm. sort of uh like once I hit that plateau, plateau or I've reached yeah. my goal, right? Mm-hmm. That's when I kind of just shift. like what? I shift a bit, right? Yeah, it's time to reorganize, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can't just constantly do this all the time. You just got to keep changing. You got to keep working on something. If you find that you're stronger in something, so ignore it. Go go to something. Mm-hmm. Focus on something else. Mm-hmm. Um, we were mentioning that these are a lot, a lot of these workouts are isolation workouts, but you could change it to whatever other workouts people are doing online, right? Yeah. And just just do it it's again it's it's different for me it's different for you it's different for everybody it whatever you find that it's fun to move around with and and not in pain uh, for me especially with my ankle injuries i tend to avoid a lot of the uh you know the, like the painful leg stuff but mm-hmm. i'll focus on it with something else like calf raises like that's easy you know i'll feel it a little mm-hmm. bit but you're strengthening something that that you need Especially when you're airsofting or crab walking and oh, stuff, yeah. right? And well, it's like that is why Poi is getting into bicycle riding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's that's the workout there. Um, I'll I'll put this down in a link for you guys to look at. Next one mm, is uh, a stretch workouts. Uh, can't emphasize enough. Stretching mm-hmm. is by far very important after a workout. I don't know why. Just just do it, guys. It it feels good. Um, you know. You could do it. I I usually do at the start of my workout and then at the end of my workout. I don't know why, but I oh, just you do like a warm up. Yeah, I do like a warm up, and mm-hmm. then I'll do lifts, and Good then idea. afterwards I'll do another stretch again. Um, the I end, won't lie, the end... I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm pretty sure, or like I'm pretty sure, 
it doesn't affect you too bad whether you do it before just but I do don't know, do like medically like scientifically everything it's like after doing it after is like 100 yeah. so the only cat the only caveat to stretching which i'll touch on is if you're going to stretch before workout <coughs> or doing any physical exercise to a higher extent for activity mm-hmm. don't do static stretching do dynamic so if you do static stretching in the beginning, what you're actually going to do is you're going to elongate those muscle tissues and fibers, and you're essentially going to switch them off. Uh, to switch them on, you do dynamic stretching, which engages and gets the neuromotor muscular system going. And then what happens is when you actually do go into the movements, there's less likely you'll get injured at. Well, it's more like I a, would, aerobic at the yeah. very beginning. Yeah, I got yeah. you. So that's that's what I did at the very beginning. Just like you know, do something. Yeah, I'll, like, I'll get real. I'll get real nerdy on this yeah. one a little bit later on. All right. Um, at at my 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 end stretch workouts are basically just like meditations at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just like control breathing, control oh, my mind, dude. and it feels I, really I good. I love yoga. Yeah, I love, I love yoga. yoga. Too. You fall asleep on the floor when you're doing your breathing exercises because I do every single time <laughs> I, I do. do. I do after and a workout. Kind of I'm just tired. I'm like. <laughs> I'm taking up floor space, but I don't care. I pay for gym yeah. membership. <laughs> so again, yeah, these these are, these are these like, are. I've these only are ever done COVID. hot yoga once. <laughs> oh, dude, no, not hot yoga. No, it's no, like hot, regular yoga. Hot yoga is not. <laughs> that's just a North American gimmick. I can tell you that right now. Good old big rooms. <laughs> why does it need to be forty degrees in here? Like, why? Why? Um. Next thing to that is um diets. Um. That was my biggest oh. sort of um. That was my biggest thing when I started this thing. I'm like, wait, you need diet to mm-hmm. maintain your in and out. And my friend also got into the diet portion of it because she was like, she was like into that stuff too. And I think she was a nutritionist at that point. Uh, uh, what she was trained to be a nutritionist as well. But I think she more focused on, uh, um, uh, fitness. Um, but diet is like I would say like seventy to eighty percent of what the workouts yeah. is honestly. Um, she it affects it, your performance. Too. Yeah, she didn't like what I do because, I, again, it's it works for me. But she mentioned that you would have to do small meals like every like five times a day. I I wasn't into that because I a my schedule only allowed me to like do lunch and dinner. I'm not a, a big fan of. Are you are you a are you a stocking stuffer? Are you the kind of person that you take a big meal and you just shove it all in there and just try and get it all in in one go? Yeah, yeah. yeah for me, I do that too. dinner time for me yeah. is like five minutes. I just I just eat fast yeah. and then that's it. Yeah, um, and it's done. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then I'll just clean my dishes afterwards. Well, you know, it's not <laughs> sticky anymore, right? But um, yeah, for me, diet was like the hardest part because you have to stick to it and you have to stick to it oh, hard. Yeah. And it's a good thing I'm stubborn because I could just eat something, the same thing over and over again. So that was no problem for me. So I only ate lunch. I only ate dinner. Um, lunch for work time and then dinner after I worked out. Um, after each run session, I usually like eat heavy protein foods. Um, I don't cook. So I tend to, after I'm done with the gym, I usually just hit like either like the fast food or or anything that has good food, honestly. But I I do like a calorie count, honestly. Um, your body usually maintains about twenty five thousand, twenty five hundred calories in one day, which is fine. So I would I would get close to that or over, depending on how hard I'm working mm-hmm. out. Um, things that I usually look out for is like grilled chicken, burger, grilled chicken salads, grilled chicken wraps, Subway chicken with like 
heavy on the greens and heavy on the proteins are like donair chickens. Like that was yeah. my diet for like probably a good like 15 oh. weeks, right? 15 to four months, whatever. And I kept that one up. Um, I basically was only eating to like to stay energized and as well as like you know keep up with the workouts that i was i was out, out uh like mm-hmm. outputting and that was great um if pro tip if you wanna if you're near like uh your end goal like it's either half marathon marathon or like a milsim west 24 hours or 40 event i would just carb up right away that's like i don't know what what, what your guys's tips on that is but um, especially in the Milsim West, I'll have like a good dinner and then make sure I poop before I go. <laughs> My brother and I, um, the night before Milsim, like, like even leading up to it, right? Though, yeah. But just like, like you're talking like the night before we leave for an MSW, yeah. we know how like it, energy taxing it's going to be. I think we ate pasta all three meals of the day. Like we woke up and had like pasta in the morning. Yeah. Woke up and had pasta at lunch. Woke up and then, you know, before <laughs> dinner, it's like pasta. It's like, oh, you got to so make good. sure it's one of those and things then, that you don't puke, right? But you got to make, 100%. you got to maintain that even calories. Even when we were down there, yep. when we were down there, we were trying to make sure that we were eating some of the right foods. But of course we were in the States and it's like, yo, we don't have Jack in the box. Let's go. Like, <laughs> Dude, we gotta hit in and out before we clearly get in and out of the field. It's a little bit dangerous when you're when you're eating something, you know, beforehand and you don't know when it's gonna come out the next day. You're gambling it at that point. It's okay. No, guys. It's better it's better than MREs coming out. Look, I'll tell you that. Pro tip. Hey, hey, this pro tip involves the MRE. If you guys need to plug up for an MSW event, okay? All <laughs> it requires is, okay? All it requires, guys, is five okay, cliff bars eaten continuously. It works right away. on you guys, but rations go through me like water. Oh, well, so, well, five cliff so it's bars. It's a faucet, okay? then. That's disgusting. Minimal, yeah. <laughs> it's a Jackson Pole painting. Minimal water, five cliff bars. Nothing's coming out. You're going to have trouble later, but you're going to five of you. <laughs> Oh so, God! When I, when I mean like carb out, you basically get double the amount that you would usually mm-hmm. get for for you know for that day. Um, yeah, you're storing you're storing you're storing energy loads, you're, you want to store that energy, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna burn through it the next day because you're going you know above and beyond your goal. Basically, you're gonna try and achieve mm-hmm. that. Gonna be where you're going. Your most what you want to train for is obviously your goal, and then the end result is either subpar of the goal or you supersede the goal. Yeah, and that's where you need mm-hmm. to be able to have the training to kind of reflect on that because it's like you've done your training, so obviously your goal should be pretty damn high. So it's like if you were to a even come close to the goal, you were obviously you're not you're not at that zone. red line yeah. at that point, right? You're no, still, you're in your comfort you're still zone green. no matter what. You're 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 gonna be like. Hey, I'm so close. Maybe I should push it to the end. And that's usually yeah. what I do for my big runs is like like in, in my in my half marathons is like shoot, I'm like five K away and I'm like this like I'm I'm good. Let's I'm go. gonna I'm, I'm gonna go, right? Yeah, you, you got don't, the energy. You just dump it. Yeah. Yeah. You get that second wind and yeah. you're like, let's 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 do this. I have not been running already for two days. <laughs> <laughs> so also another big tip is after the big event is uh, reward yourself. You know, let your body know mm-hmm. you did a good job because it's your body, right? It's it's a mindset. You gotta you gotta place yourself in a mindset. You know, you're running for such a long time. You're like, oh man, that 
big ass burger, that triple burger is gonna be at the end of the finish line, right? That's chocolate or something like that, ice cream. Like you know, I know yeah. a lot of people end up like torturing themselves, and then they're like, "Oh, I can't eat that ever." Yeah, and it's like, I understand some people might have like kind of like. Or, or, okay, so so there might be some people with like dietary restrictions and or like you know superseding health concerns or anything like that. But you're allowed to to treat yourself. Like that's the thing mm-hmm. is you don't ever need to like it, you don't need you can punish yourself. Just don't have to punish yourself all the time. Yeah, reward yourself. <laughs> you know, even even if it's not an event, if you did a long run and you did well, you know, give yourself a good reward. Yeah. Right. Like eat good food or something or. Mm-hmm. I know it's for me. I'm food motivated. I'm like a dog. So <laughs> if I jackpot Likewise. myself at the end, that's basically it. That's my bigger like. Oh, you did 8K. Good job. Here's food. Don't worry. You're gonna have to work it out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I regret this. So yeah, I know that same mentality. And then after, uh, like diet is a big one, but uh, recovery is also a big one. Um, here. Every yep. week after my long uh, Saturday runs, I would do what they call a recovery process. And that means um, one thing for, for me is uh, is the dreaded ice bath. Oh, I love those, dude. I love oh ice baths. Yeah. Okay. I was going to be like, yo, there's nothing dreaded about an ice oh, bath. Man. They're so good. My, my running partner was no, like, she hated it, but she yeah. knew she needed to do it because it was it was mm-hmm. cold. You know, it, it's, it's – You guys actually use ice. Yeah. Yep. First introduction, first introductions to ice bathing is is just pure and utter. I hate this, and yeah. then it turns into, it makes me feel good, so I kind of yeah. like it. So, and then after a while, you're <laughs> like, it's it, it's decent. Yeah, but so, even then, like the first me with that ice, you're like, you're like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then once you're in, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's a reason. First five seconds. There's a reason you want to do ice bath, especially for running. Um, or, or any workouts really but for me in running uh you can see the photo here actually there's a photo of me jackpotting myself with uh with with some uh what is that i don't even know where, what burger play. i think that's fat burgers right there i had a oh double burger God. so in this photo here you can see me in a tub full of ice <laughs> with my um i guess hot tea but um so why is ice bath good for you well here's the thing is when you're running you pull up blood at the bottom of your, you know, your feet, your legs, you know, whatever. It's it's stuck there. It's just, it's just bad blood that's kind of just stuck there. And what you do is with the, uh, I'll just pull it up here. With the um, ice bath, you're basically contracting your veins. You're pushing that blood back to your system and recycling it, whatever, right? And then it's going to keep contracting. And then, you know, mm-hmm. your, your legs feel numb. Your legs are basically like lifeless at that point. Um, you gotta stay there for about ten minutes, right? And then after ten minutes, it's gonna be like, okay, jump into a hot tub. And then after that hot yes. tub, yeah, it's gonna be, um, you're you're gonna basically, uh, uh, what is it here? Um, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, it'll relax your muscles. It'll promote recovery, and then, yeah, it'll open up your blood vessels again. And then you're gonna be like, oh man, it feels good. Right, so the proper mm-hmm. way of doing it is ten minutes in ice and then ten minutes in hot. Then after mm-hmm. that, you're good to go. Right, that your body's gonna feel so much better, but it sucks so much. Yeah, so that is basically um, 
my sort of workout regiment when I went through airsoft and running at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, like, I felt great overall. Like, best time oh, of yeah. my life, right? Like, mid-20s, early, well, mid-20s and then late-20s, basically. And, yeah, it, it felt good. It felt like you felt you feel good inside. You know, mm-hmm. when you're running out in the field, you know that you could take all that running because I've ran with heavy gear before. When you're going out to events, you know that you could carry that weight because you've trained with it before. And it's just a continuous cycle of improvements. Yep. Until, unfortunately, um, you know, life kicks in. You know, I don't, uh, I haven't worked out. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm prone to ankle injuries, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just went airsofting, ankle injuries, and then bam, I have to do what they call rehabilitation now, which is another subject that we... It's it's different from working out, but it's. We don't really even need to touch it, other than the it's a very it, yeah. We'll we'll touch it later on, I guess, because yeah. that's a deep one too. Yeah, so that's my yeah. workout regimen, guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, it Wait, it, it, it works for me. That. I'm not kidding. Yeah, it worked for me, and that time of my life, that that's basically what I did, what what my focus mm-hmm. on, and what I knew I could do, and what I could achieve, and what goals I could set. So mm-hmm. that's. That's mine That's right good. there. Um, okay, go ahead, we'll David. Check back in in fifteen weeks, okay? And we'll Ooh. see where. I'm at. Okay. Yeah, I'll check up on you. <laughs> yeah. So right now, I don't exactly have like what you call like a an arbitrary routine or regimented system. So I my history with exercise always comes from like a background of uh, competitions and goals. So the aims are always sort of different and varied. I never really focused on doing one specific type of competition. I like things with varied stuff, which is why I got into CrossFit. And I I got a lot of funny stories actually out of that essentially because I started doing movements that I did when I was a kid as an adult and it was a totally different experience. So I'll just just start from the basis. So usually for me, uh, my day-to-day is like maintenance most of the time. I do a fair amount of cardio and I've actually increased it because of my job. But outside of that, like, I genuinely dislike cardio. I find it very boring and redundant. The two ways that I always found it interesting was either to row, oddly enough, using a rowing machine. And I can row a 6K faster than I can run a 5K, which pisses me off right now. But the other side of that was uh, cycling. Like, I, I like speed. I like going fast. So, funny enough, like, riding on a bike and... um powering up the pedals basically to the point where you're just whizzing by things is, is really exhilarating. And then seeing the RPMs as well as like monitoring heart rate. So I'm very scientific. I can get super nerdy about it. Uh, for me, it's all, it's always about the data and then essentially what the aim is. So I'm always recording everything. I do post like little like track bits here and there and like my rocks from time to time and people go, Oh man, that's awesome. Like if only you knew the back end of things, because I put it all down into a spreadsheet. And I try to break down what my aims are essentially over time. And then for what I'm aiming for right now is uh, a big goal of mine about a year ago before the, just before the pandemic kicked off was uh, to go to the tactical games in the States. So I've done CrossFit competitions on and off for like, I think I've done it for eight years since I started CrossFit. The first four years I was working up to it, but my buddy down in the States goes, Hey, listen, I know you like guns and army stuff. And I know you like CrossFit, but what if I told you there's a competition that has both? And I, and I was like, there's no such thing, man. And he's like, go check out the tactical game. Yeah. So I looked it up on my phone and I was like, oh, 
this is real. This is legit. So they run with plate carries. They shoot with real rifles and carbines. And you essentially do some CrossFit movements or you're carrying weights and things of that nature. And I was like, man, this is like right up my alley. So it caught my interest and piqued me. So that's kind of where I would like to work up to it. So I'm getting my pal as a result. And I'm going to try and find a way to essentially be able to compete once COVID is over and go down there. <clears throat> but before that, man, like my CrossFit stuff, it was always a, it was six month cycles. So it was a six month workup basically to a competition and the competitions were always varied. I think my favorite one was also the hardest one I ever experienced, which involved oddly enough swimming. And when you find out as an adult uh, swimming for the first time, uh, when you weigh about 200 pounds and most of the meat is on your legs and your legs just keep dragging down because you don't know how to keep them up anymore. And you're watching like these sleek little swimmers go by in the pool. You're like, what, what is this? Right. With their so big arms. Not yeah. Working. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, like I got like big gull wing arms and like giant legs. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And I start putting more force into it to try and push to the water. And it only ends up being harder. My coach ends up like laughing and chuckling on the other end. And she's like, this is too funny to watch, but don't fight the water. Just go with it. I was like, what do you mean? Don't fight the water. Like you got to move this stuff. So I had a buddy of mine who I worked out with at the gym, who uh, was an experienced swimmer. And he's like, listen, I'm going to work you up to a point where we can swim a 12 K. And one of the goals ironically was to swim out from, uh, what is that? Uh, like Kitts beach out to a, a freighter that was kind of anchored close by on the, on the uh, Kitsilano side, because they're usually anchored within a close range. And I'm like, there's no way we're going to do that. He's like, no, 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 we'll get to the point where we can do that. And we did. So I ended up swimming out one day with him, like early on in the morning, mind you with a wetsuit because I hate how cold the ocean is here. And we got out to it. I remember touching the hull of the ship. I was like, this is pretty cool. And it might, it took me like three months to get to that point in the workup. And I had to swim three times a week and I hated it. I really did. But then when I went to the competition, which involved swimming and like burpees at the end and um, some kettlebell swings too, and then back in the pool and back and forth. And then there was a run. I think it was the run. The run was, the run was eight kilometers afterwards. And it was, it was pretty epic. It was, it was a good workout. It ended up raining. And I, I think I came in like, came in sixth. Yeah. I was okay with the results, but I was like, man, I actually swam in a competition for the first time. And I, one, I didn't drown and black out. And two, my legs didn't touch the ground. <laughs> like, so for me, it's always, it's always been about going to peak performance to see what I'm capable of doing. And I think that's kind of where like my fitness regimes always kind of exist. It's, it's like, this seems, this seems dangerous. So this seems pretty crazy. You know, maybe I could probably do this, you know? So it's, it's always kind of where I've worked. Now, in terms of airsoft, because airsoft for me is, oddly enough, is kind of like a little bit of recovery and a little bit of fun, because the performance end for me in airsoft is just, it's like not at the point where I need to sprint 200 meters to to take something from someone. And I have done that a few times in an objective, which was kind of fun at like some, some sims and things like that. And I had a blast with it. But for me, it's what catches my interest more is how it applies basically on the tactical side and being able to go longer or harder than other people. So, I mean, right now I got my, what is it, my stoner? And I run a box mag that weighs more than the stoner itself. And I weighed it and it weighs, uh, I think it weighs like 10.2 pounds. And oddly enough with that and the actual AEG itself, it's it's getting into the realm of like 25 pounds. and 
If anybody's ever tried to hold something in 25 pounds for a long period of time in a straight format, it's not very easy. But being able to do that and just kind of sit there, like motionless and just hang out is kind of cool. It's just waiting for a target to pop up. So it's it's always the little things too. And uh, like for workout routines in general, usually I work with dynamic movements, as I said before. So a lot of kettlebell swings, a lot of running. I'm doing a running thing right now to try and get my uh, my run time for 5K down. That's, that's my current goal down to uh, about 20 minutes, which is my aim. And then I want to try and go sub 20, which is doable, but it's stupid in the sense of it's not something <laughs> something that a lot of people want to do, especially because it's not comfortable. But yeah, I mean, it, all, it always comes back to the idea of uh, always trying to hit a little margin goal. And then I'm I'm not really super good at everything i find i'm like balanced in between them and i always find a moment where i want to take a moment to focus on one specific thing i'll get better at that and come back down to kind of like where i like to hang out in the little circle zone and look at something else and go that looks pretty cool i guess i want to try that next yeah and for me like recovery is oh my god it's like a daily affair i don't know i mean i oddly enough most people don't know this i've had a i've had a back injury before so um, I am technically a chronic, um, a, I have a chronic back injury. So I injured my lower back when I was about 21 from a pretty bad fall bouldering, oddly enough. And I didn't break anything, but I managed to knock my pelvis out of position as well as like, uh, have two bulging discs. And then I found out I had a bunch of other existing injuries from years of speed skating and things like that. So I got all of that corrected and it was an eye-opening experience for me at that age because I was in really good shape, but at the same time, I didn't really focus a lot on like movements and mobility. I always thought that was kind of like hooey stuff for old people. That was kind of the joke in my mind. And then going through it, it kind of opened up the realm for me. So I started doing yoga and I, um, I haven't done it in a while because of COVID, but normally I used to do it at the gym or I would go to a yoga facility and I would join in with all of these uh, soccer moms, basically just being a dude which is always a little bit funny sometimes and get weird looks but i'd fall asleep on the floor you know that was a big thing for me it was good yoga session very end breathing exercise fall asleep go home and i was like right out of it for the next day and that was my recovery uh at home i do a lot of mobility so i have my i like to call it my little bag like a duffel bag of toys i always usually joke it's my bag of sex toys because it looks weird you got like these little like rollers and everything and like lacrosse balls, like a little fucking peanut, like a nutsack. And people always go, what do you have all this stuff? And it's, it's literally just to like work out the kinks on the body and work on like fascial tissue between your skin and your muscle. Uh, there's a really good book if anybody's interested in this kind of stuff. It's called um, How to Be a Supple Leopard by Kelly Scarlett. It's a great book and it's all about mobility and it's corrective movements. So it's it sounds very sort of stereotypical when someone says, "Listen, you've had a shoulder injury. You you know your range of motion is going to stay at, at yay for the rest of your life." Yeah. Guess what? That doesn't have to be the case. There's a lot of um, like uh, God, I forgot what they what they're called right now. But physiotherapists, pardon me, that are very sort of like new age, and their idea isn't being able to maintain this. It's the idea of okay, we're going to get past this, and we're going to get to the point where your mobility is good again. And mobility is huge for me. Um, it's probably like one of the bigger aspects of things nowadays than it is just being the dude that can kind of be the strongest in the room. And I've always been a little bit hypermobile since I was a kid. So my, I've been fortunate enough to have like good joint movement, but 
it's one of those things that you have to kind of balance and maintain because as you get stronger and stiffer, uh, you become less, less mobile and, you know, isolated movements as well are not great for that. So dynamic movements are really good. I, I like kettlebell swings and things of that nature. And I know I'm kind of on a rant right now, but <laughs> it's, it's a really interesting topic for me to dive into and kind of nerd out on because it's something I used to, I, I do and I, it's passive for me. And then when we come into the next part, which is diet, this is kind of a big, uh, a big one. Um, my professional background in the city side is being a chef. So for me, dietary, dietary means was pretty easy because I could cook and I could cook well. The other part too was understanding food really gave me sort of an edge on it. And then I got a little bit of nutrition aspects and I've talked to some nutritionists, but I honestly, like I could give less of a shit about macros because for me, it's like, I'm going to put in a lot of food because I'm going to put out a lot of energy and I got a fast metabolism and I don't sleep much. I don't need, I only need about four to five hours of, of sleep a night and I can function perfectly fine. I sleep more than that and I'm, I'm kind of like dazed and out of it, but I can sleep three and I'll function. But for me, the, the caveat was, okay, I don't need to sleep as much. I got to eat a shitload more because my body is always demanding more energy from me or else I get sleepy throughout the day and I take like random cat naps here and there. I still like them, but you know. I try to I try to go through the whole day and then just sleep the night, get up and then do the same thing over and over. So I got into a really good routine with that kind of stuff. And like food for me is a big one. Like, man, like, boy, when you said like reward yourself after you're done, one competition I did, I had to row 6K and it's a bunch of tall dudes. And there's like me, little stubby five foot eight me. And I'm like, shit, well, I'm going to row even harder the whole time. <laughs> And I remember rowing through this competition and all I could think about, and I can still remember this to this day, was chicken and waffles. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You're like, but I'm going to get so many chicken and waffles. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I'm literally thinking to myself, I'm going, I'm going to get the biggest, juiciest chicken waffles with honey just drooled all over top of that with a little bit of Tabasco. And the worst part was I couldn't find anywhere to get it. <laughs> oh, no! You set yourself up. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I ended up going to KFC and I picked up one of those stupid buckets of chicken, like the big ones. Yeah. And I bought and you Eggo waffles and threw them yeah. in the yeah. yeah. hotel room, put yeah, it on top, and I drizzled honey and sat there in front of the TV. <laughs> I remember doing that after Dude, you did it. Now, like, you oh, did it. Good, you did man. it, though. You did it. <laughs> yeah. I did I did that, too, after like taking a nice cold shower and I just sat there that naked eating it. It was funny. <laughs> dude it was a good moment but it was one of those moments like wow <laughs> i don't have many of these but they're really weird it's, it's the same thing when i when i've gone through like periods of training in my life and i get fixated on like a, a meal for some reason so like even right now I, I can't get it on my head but i keep thinking about brisket it's been like three weeks straight of just thinking about brisket so i'm pretty sure at the end of this week i'm gonna go buy a brisket and i'm gonna make brisket for myself and my yeah. fiance but <laughs> It's, it's a good, it's a good thing to have. And then when you, when you're done a competition, even if you lose and you don't come in the position you want to, or, or something happens, right. Um, mm -hmm. Having, having the good wherewithal to have the discipline to say, okay, this is what I'm going to improve on. You know, it's easy to beat yourself up. And a lot of people do that. I used to do it for a period of time. Uh, it doesn't really help you. It's better to go, okay, I'm going to improve on this. But hey, look, I managed to get through this. You know, I did pretty well at this at the end of the day. And 
I'd say like if you go into competition mode or even if you're going to like a Milsim for Airsoft and you want to do really well and you don't win the game, go there because you want to go there for yourself on your end of things for performance and then hit those margins that you that like the little goals, not just the big one, the little ones that are that are more important, I would say. And you'll feel that much better even if you don't achieve the highest level that you can. Because peak performance and being the number one, it's really hard to stay up there. But if you can do well at something and you come back from it, you're not broken and you feel good about it. Yeah, it's a great feeling. And that's something like I'm a huge caveat to and that kind of stuff. And man, I could run on for days about this stuff. <laughs> that's why we yeah. called you up for this stuff, dude. Absolutely. Yeah. But in, in terms of like correlation, I guess, more back on topic and correlation for airsoft so i think for the average airsofter most of the goals are always going to be aimed towards milsim and it's you could say speed qb2 nowadays like being going to those comps and being the fast the fast speedy boy that can go between buildings really quick but your fitness should kind of entail what your end game is with the goal that you're aiming to achieve in airsoft so if you're going for a milsim think about things like endurance that's a big one uh, muscular endurance is another or one like the two differences between is endurance is how long you can go muscular endurance is how long you can go with weight and how long you can sustain something so sitting in an uncomfortable position while holding your your aeg or or your your weapon up basically to engage a target is a big one and then other little things here and there like being able to suck it up and survive a little bit if things are kind of shitty it's always better when you're in better physical shape. You can kind of maintain that a little bit more. It's funny because um, back when I was on Legion, this is this is a good story, and maybe Scott will kill me for this one day, but um, <laughs> I would always talk to the guys about doing fitness and like regimented routines because this is when I was personal training and doing chef work, and I wanted to help them out and build a routine. I had some guys jump on and others not so much. They'd always say, oh, yeah, you, I, I don't have the physical side of things, but I have the mental fortitude to kind of push through it. I'm like, great. You can have the mental aspect, but if you don't have the physical aspect, guess what's going to give out first? Your body. And then what goes after that? Your mind. It, it's, it's always sort of like a domino effect. You can yeah. have one without the other. The only difference is if you have the physical capacity, but the mental capacity, not so much, you can still overcome it. Your mental capacity will bounce back a lot faster especially if you have good people around you. But if your physical capacity isn't there, it just tanks, man. And we went on a hike. Um, to, we went on a hike up to just do the chief, like the first peak. Now I remember the first 200 meters, those, those stupid stairs that everyone mm -hmm. hates. Yep. Yeah, I hit them too. Yeah. We got up to the top and he was already of those stairs and he was puking his guts out and like wheezing for air, right? And I remember looking back and, and I was like, so are you, you doing okay there, Scott? And he's like, I hate this so much. I'm like, I know, man, but we should probably do this a little bit more for yourself. You don't, you, know? you, you can't do it just once. You got to train. No, you got to do it again. Yeah. again. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's goofy because um, as much as I enjoy the science and all the breakdowns, I, at the end of the day, I really don't like exercising that much. My favorite part is being done and then yeah. like sitting down and just feeling good from the endorphins and going, Oh, I'm just, thank God. I don't have to do that again. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's the first thing that goes through my head. <laughs> So but no, it's it's good stuff. So we're jumping into that question. I guess this is the last question: is uh, the mm -hmm. the group PT for airsoft um, teams working out together? 
Um, we, I understand that there are teams out there that work together as a team, team like mm-hmm. in the field. But mm-hmm. what about physical fitness? fitness? Is yeah. that something that you think should be popularized? Because there are some for, teams that oh, do man. it. But Rangers I don't see it as common yeah. because I, I only see a lot of shooting drills, which is I think if you, nomenclature I think if you're, best. Yeah, I think if you're serious about about the game, the game, so to speak, you want to get after it is a great way to put it. Um, I like I'll, I'll segue into to our neighbors down south, but the Americans and some of their teams are a little bit better at this than we are. Some of their teams are are tightly knit enough that they actually do, excuse me, oriented training towards airsoft whether it be repelling or running or rucking or understanding like good teamwork movement they'll actually exercise together too i think that's essential especially if you want to go down to a sim it's it's a big deal if at least it was for me and i'm speaking from my own experience here when i was the guy in the team that was in really good damn shape and i could like haul ass and get to point a and point b while the rest of the guys are you know Hustling air behind me and wheezing. I I would look behind him like, what the fuck? Like, it's it's one of those moments where you realize that the importance of supporting each other is pretty big. But the best way to do that is through the capacity of training together too. And exercise is is definitely a way to do it. You can also make it interesting. You know, you can a, a great way to do it. And like, it's funny. You can watch for those of you guys out there who are kind of curious to this type of thing. If you want to do it at the field. Take a look at in-range TV and some of the stuff that they do from time to time when they do their their competition stuff. There's a lot of good inspiration around that in terms of being able to adapt um, boring stuff that you do at a gym and bring it to a field and make it dynamic. Mm-hmm. So you can exactly. basically run a target and carry kettlebells and just you know gas yourself and see what you can do when you're tired. It's a good thing to do. And I think a lot of people kind of need to find a way to balance it out. So yeah, group fitness and airsoft, I think it should be advocated a hell of a lot more. Um, it always confuses me as to why that hasn't sort of hit a peak point, but there are guys that are starting to kind of catch on to that drift now. And I think for a lot of the uh, the younger generation that isn't really exposed to a lot of sports, it, it definitely piques their curiosity because it makes it into a sport for them, you know, and that that's the way it should be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, so, oh, sorry, sorry, point. My only uh, point on that is like, like, so, like, I agree with you. I am kind of shocked that, um, it hasn't taken a bigger stage on the fact that you know, like, team workouts and everything like that. And so, my point being on that because I have tried to do mm-hmm. that. I have been an advocate for person. I understand that you were a couple, like, you've done something similar of the sort yeah. too. You know, just you try and have a group of and and so again why have the three of us found ourselves being the people that go and do things right is um the hardest thing is finding like-minded people right finding people who have the same level of aspiration and or motivation right because like you said at the end of the day you might not have the physical fortitude to do it but if you have the mental fortitude to be able to keep up yes right but you need to be able to work on both of those factors because like you're saying if yeah you know what you're physically strong but you don't really feel like doing it then you're not going to go and guess what your physical strength it's also people's schedules people's you know, so many things life. Right? so many things and yeah. it's just a well, it's just a lot of things you know it's because this well, is just a hobby this, i'm gonna hit that one over the head though if your excuse is you can't get your fitness in because life in general 
you're kind of cheating yourself a little bit there because 100%. you can, you need to you can build it into your life. And I think, I mean, I, I'm talking from my experience too, from, from working with people too. A lot of people will always have this idea in the back of their mind that exercise is kind of a nuanced thing they don't really need to do. And it's kind of something that you can do when you want to. It's like, sure. But if you prioritize it, believe me, it's going to make it a lot easier. You'll hit those goals and those gains. But on top of that, you'll reap the benefits of it, especially if, so you, if yeah. you want to get something out of it. You know, it's 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 just like anything in life. What you put in is what you get out of it. If if you want to half if you want to half ass it, basically, it's not going to be it's you're not going to hit those goals to the same degree. And then if you want to put all the effort in, yeah, the, the effort will pay off in due time. But you got to suffer, you know, and you got to go through that that hardship. You know, I, I think the rewarding part really is when you when you achieve those aims and you come back from it, you're like, oh, my God, I managed to do this. And that feeling like I've, I've always said this to people, too, when I when I see people with, with smiles on their faces, I'm like, hold on to that feeling. Remember that feeling. Don't remember the work to it and how shitty it was, because that will get soft and it'll kind of fade off. But like with that feeling when you're done or when when you've hit that goal, it's like, yes, like just like take some pride you know just dig in with it It's it's perfectly okay it's a good thing too and more people need that because we don't have enough of that yeah and it yeah. also it's also a feel good <clears throat> when you have a group that goes in train together work together mm -hmm. and then having to go at that special mail sim or game day and work together mm -hmm. and knowing your limits between both of you or even four of you as a team right feels so much yeah. better yeah, you support it's each other so too, much yeah. achievable and as a team it's even like even better you did it as a team well, and and the more you can do really too right because like mm -hmm. obviously like everybody is different right like we, we go off of that but people's strengths and, and, and weaknesses kind of complement each other and mm -hmm. especially yeah. when you put themselves into a team atmosphere you know yeah. when you like, have good cohesion exactly when it comes down to unit cohesion and everything like that like that is what's going to make the that's what's going to elevate the gameplay to like that next level, mm -hmm. you know, and especially like if you're talking about like working out as a team and everything, that's already bringing a level and sense of camaraderie between like, you know, a group of yeah. more than just friends, right? Like, well, I always, I always love, I always love the fact that when you see teams at the field, they'll work together and like little training things here and there on the side with like, uh, with like weapons handling, for example, or, uh, or general movements, sometimes even tactics. I'm like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. but do the physical side outside of that you know suffer 100%. together and make something like it even if you do, even if you don't have like a, a lot of people i understand that like finding a personal trainer is kind of difficult and can be expensive too especially if you want to go up to someone and go hey listen i want to be really good at shooting people in a in a fictitious world in a game basically with plastic bbs they'll give you a strange look for sure and maybe some other stuff but <laughs> look up workout routines that would apply to it in an essence and then see okay. what you can do and how you can adapt it you know or if you have someone with the knowledge you know poke them a little bit and go hey can you can you poke us a little bit and make us a little bit faster or even just go for a run or a hike together that that's always a yeah. good you know sort of cohesion to do and then you don't need to uh what is it you're you're only as fast as the slowest member of your team yep. so yep. the thing is working to together that. and yeah and understanding your strengths and weaknesses will always help each other out, but it really builds that camaraderie. You know, that this, 
there's always kind of the nuanced joke basically when whenever you watch movies with like boot camp training and stuff with like the military and stuff and people always go oh man and you know that always looks funny and stuff it's like yes but that's fundamental team building right there when they're all yeah. doing the same thing and suffering together with it it's a yeah. huge part of what brings people closer together and causes them to actually work more cohesively you know and team building is a huge element of it and the physical component yeah i would say is like one of the bigger the bigger factors besides the mental aspect yeah mm. well, especially that last one right like that's such a huge level of like respect you know, when it comes mm-hmm. down to one of those things when it's a, when it's when it's one of those like attritional level events you know where it's like oh okay, yeah like you know not everyone's gonna make it through this but like you made it through this and i made it through this i know what it took you know what it took and we're both here like that's such a huge like mm-hmm. you could hate a person like absolutely hate them for their moral fiber or whatsoever but the fact that they were able to suffer through that with you that that gives you that little bit of respect yeah. through through the door you know where it's like okay you know what like everything else i hate you but brings the bond it brings the bond into you know yeah 100 percent. so and that's where some of the best stories come from so what you're meaning to tell me is airsoft should stop being an individual sport and become a team sport Mm, i think okay so that's the thing though that's (laughs) the thing though right because like okay so i agree with you on that is i would love to see a lot more like you know like uh like team building things and everything like that again i've I've been an advocate for that mm-hmm. I, I i continue to be an advocate for that um but i don't knock the solo uh stuff because again yeah there's a lot of times um so so this is just like an internet quote i saw uh and it's always stuck with me my whole life uh is just if you want to go fast you go alone if you want to go far you go together yeah right? so yeah, that's a great some, way to put it yeah so sometimes you know if you need to go for that long distance yeah you need the help mm-hmm. you need to have you need to have uh, a team there for you but sometimes when you just need to kind of go and get it done and everything like that you, you know you yourself and i you're the person that you rely mm-hmm. on and you're also the person who makes the mistakes so you're the old, like you know i feel like when it comes to the solo thing i like i put a lot more pressure on myself when it comes to me like doing something uh solo and everything like that yeah. like like i always like say to myself before i like you know and i actually talk to myself like like okay you're gonna you know you're gonna run 10k and then you're gonna go and do like 40 pull-ups and then you're gonna go and do 40 sit-ups and you know like like this is me like saying this to myself and affirming it's like yeah 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 no no it's just like <laughs> you're not walking you're not allowed to walk away from this like you know like dude i get dude i get weird looks when i'm running and i'm yelling at myself and i and i yell don't be a on, bitch we can do it. don't be yeah. a bitch keep going keep going you will not stop and, and i, I stop <laughs> Yeah, and it's gone. For me, the weirdest thing is probably running in my plate carrier, just because, like, um, you know, I live in like a residential neighborhood and stuff like that. So when I go around the big park, um, I do get, or you know what? I mean, I guess a lot of the people are the same people that I've been running by for almost a year now Mm -hmm. and everything. So a lot of these people are actually like not don't even care, don't even notice, right? um when i'm at the track at the athletic track that i go to on the weekends in the morning um there i actually get a lot more acceptance than than, than like weird yeah looks. people are like just right put, on just man put a, just like, put a yeah. crossfit um patch on it you're good to go that, yeah that would explain i wouldn't right? i you know honestly i wouldn't <laughs> say it's out of the realm. yeah i wouldn't say it's out of the realm of uh of uh nuanced thing anymore because you know no, i've seen been people. around in crossfit for a while yeah yeah, yeah. I they're see be- a lot of people with like civilian, 
yeah i that's what i mean i've seen a lot of like civilian styled or marketed mm-hmm. like like uh like yeah weight vests or something and they just look so awkward where it's like oh, you dude, know i've got my flower not... rig and i've got two 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 plates in there they're so perfectly balanced on me that like i never have a problem like <laughs> honestly like, yeah well the the weighted vests that you get for like in the civvy world for fitness are not designed very well so they don't really like, they don't have the I proper support so they, they, for, they bounce yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's it's they're really good if you're doing isolated pull-ups and things like that or like push-ups or like slower style movements but if you're doing running or sprints and I'll, I'll say this much sprinting in a play carrier i hate it with a passion oh, I not only is it restricting to your breathing but so like, bad so heavy you're like jump. <laughs> yeah and then all of a sudden like you have smack this, you oh dude i get all this forward momentum and i'm like whoa i'm going a lot faster than i expected oh. to i need to kind of take a little bit slower you, on the you, slowdown you need to be smarter with your movements exactly yeah. you can't go 100 percent on a tilt like whenever um like so for me like i've added in like 20 meter rushes and stuff like that like uh yeah. like i'll kind of like pair those up with suicides so again i do a lot of my stuff where i'll do like a weighted day and then an unweighted day like for mm-hmm. me wearing my best uh so i will go do all 10k or 15k with my vest on and then i will continue and i will go do all the exercises yeah. with my vest on and but you get I, you you get used to it after a while i have and, uh, yeah exactly once now your, once your like, muscle I need to get more yeah, once your muscle tissue is basically used to being under the duress of the load, it's not mm-hmm. as bad, you know. Nope. And then so long nope. as your movements, your movements, I would say, and like your technique and form is good, you're fine. Exactly. You know, it's that's what's gonna carry I, you. Yeah, I I don't like running. I don't like doing anything with weight on if I don't have to, especially with running mm-hmm. and cardio. It just it's mm-hmm. it's one of those it's one of those compounding factors. But then when you take it off. And all of a sudden it's like featherweight you're like oh yeah you know i'm light on my toes you know yeah that type of thing and you just you kind of move a little bit quicker especially considering the pandemic is like limited how much stuff i can do because normally i would go to the gym and i'd be doing like olympic lifting or or uh, yep. squat cycles in between and other things just to keep the booty going now it's all kettlebell <laughs> stuff to keep the booty Dude, going. i know man i can't <laughs> like see, like so i have weights at my house i don't have anywhere close to enough weight Okay, I would be pulling like 415 on a deadlift. Or yeah, something you got to like get that. innovative. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, man. I'm grabbing paint cans. I'm grabbing like, it's like, nope, not enough, man. You went up like 2.5 pounds. Like, that's it. Like, you cannot <laughs> yeah. get above uh, two, what is it? I think I have 225. That's all I have at my house. And it's like, that's a great workout weight. Like, I love it. But like, come on, man. I miss my like 375, 380, like, you know, like deadlift. Deadlifts, like, yeah. You know, Oh, dude, I miss I miss being able to snatch 280 pounds over my head. Mm, yeah, that's a good feeling. Mm. Yeah, snatches, clean and jerks. Those are my those are my. I definitely dig those. those All are right. Well, I think we've gone through enough here from our topics that we have. Um, is there any? I think finals? everybody is dead. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're all worked out now. Yeah, <laughs> time to do our stretches. Uh, anything else you guys yeah. want to add? to to this uh, topic here for uh fitness and airsoft yeah so if you're gonna start fitness for airsoft start slow don't be the guy to go balls to the wall right off the bat you know find find your median and your balance and then work your way into it you know work your way find your own routine yeah don't don't just jump don't just jump in like and go i'm gonna go hard every single day because that wall is gonna come a lot faster than you expect and it's not going to be yeah. fun to get away from. So 
if especially if you if you're not familiar with exercising by any means you know just work into it progressively take your time there's no need to rush and eventually you'll get to a point where you can really start pushing the boundaries and that's a pretty cool feeling i'll say that much mm -hmm. and uh yeah my best advice is work towards a goal because yeah, yeah. It, it's just one of those things where you want to work something incrementally work on a goal work on mm -hmm. some sort of goal post that you have achieve it and then move on to the next one um exactly yeah, this uh, I'll show you what my goals were basically when I when I started is uh, this photo right here is basically mm -hmm. what I was trying to achieve the most is trying to grab all the medals from like races that I've done and that kept me going <laughs> oh, so much. Yeah, you know, Lululemon, yeah. Vancouver Spartan races, BMO, um, Scotia Bank. Uh, I have a Some lot of Spartan races like here. I love mud races, honestly. Boy, I'm thinking about trying motor. to get into those. Oh, dude, we gotta do one. The, oh, do one. we gotta do. We gotta do a PFAT, a PFAT podcast. Tough mutter. We gotta do a podcast. Wow, we're doing well, a mutter. No, right after the mutter, we're just no, like covered uh, in right dirt. after the mutter. Yeah. While we're sitting in a hot tub after. See, this is, this is what I want to segue. Yes. This is, this is I, an objective. This is what I want to segue into. Is like if you if you make this an objective with your team it becomes a goalpost for you guys because this is well we got a pretty something. good thing here yeah you got something to to like laser focus into something yeah. and you're like okay this is what we got to do guys but to get there this is our steps right you don't just yeah. like oh, jump to the end right so if if your team is trying to do something right think mm -hmm. of a goal right that's that's yeah. what i always think there's there's no way to cheat the real life XP that it takes to hit those objectives to level up. You can't exactly. level up and cheat it. So there's no Chinese farmer that I could pay to do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think that is it. Um, we should be good to go here. I don't uh, It's getting late here as well. I'm sure Max getting sleepy. <laughs> I am pretty dead, I won't lie. Yeah. But you know what? I'm pretty sure we got a pretty busy weekend coming up. So yeah. it's uh I'll be ready. I will be ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um David, you're good to go. Um where can they Absolutely. find you again? Uh you can find me at Schoolboy Airsoft on Instagram and Schoolboy Airsoft on Facebook. Yep, schoolboy airsoft guys. Um, oh, also, are you, aren't you starting to do tech work? Um, I believe. Yes, I'm opening up to people who would like some tech work done only in Canada. Uh, my recommendation is you message me and talk to me about it beforehand. Don't just show up and tell me, "Hey, take this," you know, fix my crap. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Um, hey, I'm what, also you don't interested... want to make this work. <laughs> No, this is not this is not real work for me. This is something I would like to do on the side to help other people out. And the other one that I'd like to push a little bit more is if you really want something pre-upgraded built out of the box and you buy something new, just come talk to me and I can help you out pretty quick. All yeah. right. Okay. Well, that is another segment of Panther Airsoft Folding Table Talk. This is a deep dive, literally a deep dive into Airsoft fitness. I know Mac's been mm -hmm. dying to do this episode for a while, but thank you again, Mac. Or... Well, I'm just really happy that we're able to kind of finally address because like, you know, it's not so much that one or the other are tied to each other directly, right? Because again, like, look, guys, there's people from all over different kinds of backgrounds, like you've heard. And body and, types. Uh, and, and body types and play styles, right? Because mm -hmm. guess what? If you mm -hmm. like being the guy who 
sits out there with with like with the sniper rifles i'm sorry guys like that's not who i am so that's not what i would ever gear myself towards but again i'm sure that there are some physically demanding parts when it comes to playing as a sniper you know that are you know, something that you could yeah that you can work on or something like that if anyone wants to ask house gamers you you know you let them you let them know in the comments or something i don't know <laughs> that's about it all i want guys is people to work on their fitness because that's my main thing at the end of the day is that basically if you're working to better yourself physically then you know then you yourself are going to be a better person so yeah that's just how i feel about it all right well that's been another episode hoy here back and david we'll see you guys on the next episode Oh no. Oh no, <laughs> am I frozen? Oh no, I'm not frozen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, not in back. my video. <laughs> oh no. I was like fun. I was like, wait, when does this happen? <laughs> All right, we're closing it off here. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Goodbye. Okay. Take care, everyone.